This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Thanks for joining me for another grassroots marketing on CannabisRadio.com. Right now I'm joined with a company that is uh, collectively operating five marijuana dispensaries, tree cultivation sites, processing facilities in Arizona and Utah. Uh, my guest is a board member and officer for two Arizona non-for-profit corporations currently operating. And oh, she's also a president of the Utah Cannabis Association and active member in the Arizona Dispensary Association. So we're going to talk about those two markets. And I'm here and joined with the president at the flower shop. And True North Organics, Greta Brandt here on Grassroots Marketing. Thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So Arizona, Utah, definitely different markets altogether. Arizona, much more familiar with when it comes to what they've been doing with uh, medical and adult use. And what I want to go find out is with Arizona right now, BDSA, uh, BDS Analytics as of 2022, Almost $100 million of cannabis products sold. And right now, you're bringing a new product to market called Shorties. It's the first Arizona-founded a mini pre-roll. And well, that said, it's going to be Arizona gets the chance to go and sample this product. Talk to me about Shorties. Yeah, absolutely. Shorties um, is a brand, is a pre-roll brand that was launched in the flower shop stores back in 2019. Um, We saw an opportunity, uh, you know, a gap in the market for smaller size pre-rolls than what was currently out there. Um, What's most popular and what is pro, uh, you know, you know, seen in the marketplace are usually half gram or full gram pre-rolls. Um, but for consumers like myself or anybody interested in trying flour, um, a half a gram is just too large. A full gram is certainly too big to finish in one sitting and nobody likes to relight a, a used pre-roll. So we saw an opportunity to bring a smaller size uh, pre-roll to the market. And so Shorties um, was founded in that. It's They're smaller. There's 10 Uh, mini pre-rolls. Each pre-roll is 0.35, something you can certainly finish in one sitting, uh, walking around the block, taking the trash out, et cetera. 
Um, it allows for, you know, again, also to share. Uh, it comes in a 10 pack, which is, you know, an eighth, but cheaper than um, an eighth of flour. Um, it's strain specific um, and pretty concise and concealable um, from a packaging standpoint. So Shorty's has, um, I can't keep them on our shelves uh, just because the demand is so high. Uh, so we have then scaled our production here in Arizona um, for more automated, um, you know, for more automation to allow for a higher volume for wholesale, um, which we have been successful in. And so Shorty's is, um, has hit the wholesale market um, it beginning or sorry, the end of 2022, not re realizing it's 2023 now. Um, so we are excited to see um, how Shorty's performs um, statewide. Utah um, does not allow pre-rolls. So Shorty's will not um, go to the Utah market um, until legislation can be changed to allow that type. Oh, of right. What I want to ask about is let's go and focus with Arizona in terms of what uh, it really, I mean, I don't know if I've seen a lot of other markets that have gone in with pre-rolls that are many pre-rolls, like, like what it is with shorties, but is it something where you just feel like with a consumer that's out there, they want to be able to just consume the whole product in one shot. They want they don't want to go back and revisit it, which is the idea with other products, is that if it's one thing where, I mean, you can say with either tobacco or other products, it's as if sometimes people just want to have that single serve <clears throat> and that's it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And again, we've already done the work for them, right? We've already ground, we've rolled the, um, the pre-roll into the strain specific that they were looking for. You know, again, a, uh, one mini pre-roll can be smoked, you know, less than 10 minutes. And so uh, it, it really, you know, the consumers really gravitated towards this product offering during COVID. Mm -hmm. um, it was an opportunity for them to, again, consume in a shorter time period, um, and allow them to either add it to a larger uh, product offering that they were doing um, or just as a single use. So it provided a lot of uh, uh, flexibility for consumers, whether they are a connoisseur or if they're a newbie. This was an, uh, the ability for them to uh, consume it in one sitting and enough that they could actually finish it. People are very conscious about the product that they're that they are consuming, and leaving you know bud in you know your bowl or bud in a pre-roll really doesn't sit well with consumers. So by providing you know them the uh, option to consume one smaller one and it allows them to add on a second pre-roll if they needed you know if they didn't feel it and they want you know they're a higher consumer then they can do another one. So you know the COVID really amplified. Uh, the interest in a smaller mini pre-roll. And again, it allows for people to share in a, in a period that Puff Puff Pass was um, not an option. Right. You know, Shorties allows you to share with other people without having to, uh, you know, smoke from the same joint. So that was another um, really, you know, big feedback that we received from consumers of why they really enjoy Shorties. Excellent. Now, I want to go and focus on the fact of where with those two markets that you're working with, with Arizona and Utah, uh, the one thing is, I mean, there's in the, in the shorties product, you have a lot of strains that you put together. So w I would like to think it's more of a craft cannabis kind of feel to it. Um, talk to me about how it's been, you know, to be so innovative and creative on the product line and what strains are out there to compete with the larger MSOs that are out there, obviously in Arizona and then, you know, a growing market like Utah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Again, part of, I mean, all of this comes back to our chief cultivation officer and um, what he has forecasted in his uh, strain lineup, um, you know, working with wholesale, working with our medical director, working with our R&D department, working with marketing of really identifying what strains, um, what genetics, because um, we, again, TFS has in-house genetics through our breeding program. Um, our genetic library has grown extensively. Um, you know, we, we've decided, you know, for our focus in, in competing with larger MSOs is really to focus in on sativas and the sativa offerings, um, in both Arizona and Utah, uh, you see a lack of sativa options just based upon the cultivation cycles that, um, operators have, and it really throwing a crux into the schedule because sativas go a week or two longer than, um, a typical harvest. So you don't see a lot of sativas out in the market. Um, the flower shop and TFS brand, specifically Shorties, is really focusing on, um, on increasing our sativa offerings. Uh, we find that consumers uh, are looking for more of an uplifting sativa offering. So we have crafted our genetic library and our genetic lineup for 2023 to really balance a 45% sativa offering you know, to the 55% indica or hybrid offerings. Um, we see that this is an opportunity to, um, again, provide more variety than we're currently seeing on the market. And, you know, utilizing our in-house genetics, um, our pheno hunting, and our, uh, you know, our, again, our extensive library to really bring out uh, a, a wide variety of sativa offerings for consumers moving forward. Now, I'm fascinated with the fact that before you came into the space here, now as president of the flower shop at Jude North Organics, is that you worked in, in legal before. You were an attorney at Brant Law for several years there in Arizona, and then you were vice president general counsel of, general of Sky Dispensaries, which eventually would become flower shop. So, you know, you mentioned how you didn't, you, you were on, you talked to a cannabis business executive, and I love the article and what they asked you about this, about the fact that you weren't necessarily embracing the law, enjoying doing that, but um, you were involved with the CEO providing guidance and advice on how to structure certain things. And it's kind of like the idea where, well, I mean, I kind of know what to do as a CEO myself. So you went ahead and became a position of leadership for yourself. And there's a lot of things when it comes to all the issues, when it comes to licensing, when it comes to the simple issue of, of banking and financing, because of the fact you talk about the fact of you know, the securities of paying bills in cash, paying employees in cash, taxes in cash, and paying for a security guard to go to Food City with paying your $100,000 power bill using their vending machine. So there's a lot of where you, if you want us, you also don't want to operate in the gray. There's reasons why the industry has been known to be so shady, but you're forced to do it. We're forced to carry around cash, give us access to a bank, let us pay our taxes, be transparent what we're doing. I also have a fair shake of deductions and all those things will be wonderful. So the obstacles of just that right there is incredible. And, but I, I really appreciate where you come from with that. Please go ahead and expand on that for us. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, did I think I would be? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The operating a you know multi-state cannabis operation? No. Um, you know, I think it's, everybody has a unique, uh, story of how they came into cannabis. Um, mine, you know, came from, you know, I was a practicing corporate attorney. Um, I had a client that was looking to buy a license here in Arizona. So I handled the acquisition, um, and, you know, formed a really close, uh, relationship with the board during that, just because of the extensive, the extensive amount of time and due diligence that it required during that purchase. Um, and then, you know, understanding the gray area that this industry operates in and having a, you know, having legal in the room while making business decisions because decisions were having to be made at, at early on in the industry, um, you know, back in 2016, 2017, they really were, you know, made very quickly um, because there just wasn't that type of business structure that you would typically see in other industries where, you know, it would go through its, you know, various rounds of negotiations, legal reviewing it, going back and forth. You're usually de- dealing with an operator on the other side that doesn't necessarily may not be as sophisticated. So, um, you know, I saw an opportunity and, and, and selfishly it was, I was so intrigued with the challenge I found and still find the cannabis industry extremely challenging. Um, I love to be challenged. I love the opportunity to find new ways of doing business, new opportunities when one door closes, how to accomplish it through another door, but still ending up at the same result. That's constantly the game that you have to play in cannabis, right? Because every time you're presented with an opportunity, one door closes, whether that's, you know, you know, lack of access to capital, banking challenges, you know, uh, you know, paying utilities, paying taxes, you know, getting health insurance for your employees, all of those things really required so many additional steps, additional structures that would have to be put in place even to allow for us to offer that. So I found that was so unique and so challenging. So that is what drove, that's what, um, 
really propelled me from leaving private practice and joining the, you know, as an operator um, in-house. And again, working through all of those issues, you know, my obviously everything has legal, a legal component with it, whether you're drafting a contract and whether people are actually going to perform under the contract. And if they don't, what options do we have to collect or how do we enforce those things? Um, and so every decision that we were making at the time had a legal and a compliance component and it's, as it still does today. And it helped having um, a leader that understood the confounds of, you know, the, the landscape there knows when to farm it out to large, you know, to a law firm or keep it in house really helped the flower shop propel faster in the industry um, than it would have. And so from there, you know, you know, my board took a chance, they saw an opportunity they, and they yep. took a chance with me of coming, you know, putting aside the legal and really running the business side of it. Um, and so that I think is, is again, no different than legal. It is extremely challenging operating a business in cannabis, right? Because again, every door is being closed and you're having to pivot and look for new opportunities. Yep. Um, new challenges are coming. So um, I enjoy it. It would be wonderful if, you know, the federal government, you know, got on board and moved out of the way and allowed for Safe Banking Act to pass to allow for transparency. I think what they would ultimately see is is a shakeup of operators that may not be uh, operating above board, but because there are no transparency laws or disclosure requirements, you know, you're able to get away with it faster. So it just propels the you know illegality or the shady character that this industry has been clouded with you know by pushing us to normal traditional business practices mm -hmm. is the fastest way that you're going to get um, the cannabis industry to act like every other industry and again start well, actually can i can i take that right here i want to go ahead and pivot real quick because of how there's national there's you know, normal practices that you have to kind of be instilled with that other businesses already falling. One of those that you bring up in the same article is about brand equity. And I love that you bring this up here because it doesn't make sense to me where I see separate markets that they're creating separate brands. When you feel like you need your stores to be the flower shop, same design, same feel. It's just like a Starbucks. You need it to look like a Starbucks, feel like it regardless of where it is. And you know, you're going to get your customer service, your staff trained the same way. Same product, the different products on the shelf, but the training experience platforms experience will be the same. And then you mentioned the fact that, you know, if I have a store in Utah, one in Arizona, and there's a brand that wants to get on the shelf, you're going to look at it and say, is there an opportunity where they can help me in Utah? And those are the conversations that are happening now with brands from a reciprocity standpoint, you make a point of. And so we have an oversupply issue, same thing for Utah, but every somewhat mature market is having an oversupply problem. The thing is that brand equity issue. I love that you point that out. Because of the fact that brand branding right now, and you know how many consumer packaged goods folks experts are coming into the industry, trying to put in that kind of insulation, but that that whole concept you said of a reciprocity standpoint, making where it's uniform, and you know there there been companies that try to do that from a larger standpoint and did not do well. But what is it about you that is the consistency that you need, regardless of how you can't necessarily you have to do the grows differently. I mean it's it's going to be two different environments but still you need uniformity across the board reciprocity has to be standard agreed yeah and again i think you know cannabis is branding now i mean i think that we have gotten to the stage where there are a majority of us are sophisticated operators um and the challenge for us as we go from state to state is creating brand continuity 
Um, and the challenges that we currently face are ever changing. You know, everybody has the desire to have brand equity, have brand continuity from state to state. Um, where the challenges lie is with the regula regulatory bodies that oversee those particular um, uh, state uh, regulators. For example, um, you know, we're launching, you know, we've got multiple brands here in Arizona, yet I can't have the identical packaging or words on my similar and, and you know, same brands that I'm launching in Utah because they've got, you know, different restrictions on packaging, different restrictions on um, names, different restrictions on, uh, you know, verbiage that you're allowed to use. And again, restrictions on marketing. So you've got you 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 have roadblocks, but it behooves any operator that has a brand and is putting money behind their brand, and that's everybody, you know, because you know the wholesale market is yes, a portion of it, twenty five percent, thirty percent of it of bulk flour, but a majority of the of the product that's moving and being obviously being sold is is branded product. So you know, putting money behind your brand is a way to propel, you know, the longevity of your operations in those specific states. So your challenge that we're seeing, just like everybody else, is how far are the changes and the adjustments um, deviating from your brand standards that, in, that it changes the ultimate feel of the brand. And that's where, you know, operators like myself are looking as, as it's changing. I mean, ever-changing constantly every month a new rule is coming out in utah about changing packaging changing advertising rules so it really is going to behoove um operators as they are looking you know looking forward is to look at the most restrictive state and really design a you know brand packaging around that because we know everybody else is going to catch up to such restrictions um, and so you're not having to pivot every month or every six months with new packaging designs but again Lobbying and, and educating our regulators is, is probably the most important job that we have because they're regulating what they don't know. And by providing the education on why a specific brand is, you know, is articulating a specific message or, you know, the design, you know, what is the, you know, what is the information behind the design that may play into a larger picture is helpful where they're seeing it you know, more, more akin to alcohol, right? And we don't want this attractive to children. So you're having to move an entire industry very quickly on brands. And so this brand equity is huge. Um, and putting money behind your brand is obviously the biggest way that you can move the product through, you know, your stores. Um, and so we're starting to see every, every brand making small tweaks and adjustments from their original design, but it behooves of them to, you know, engage with regulators, engage um, with, you know, a, as an operator so that you can maintain your brand from one state to another, because it doesn't make sense by creating a brand for Arizona, creating different brands for, for, for Utah. You're just, you know, spreading the, the penny too, too, too thin because um, we've got to market it. We've got to provide information. Um, and again, so many brands becomes unmanageable. And you only uh, have so much marketing dollars, right? Right, right. For yourselves, you have four brands right now, where it's a ladylike, high variety, shorties, and cannabis beverage company. And for the main site, it's theflowershopusa.com. And shortiesusa.com for shorties itself. One more time, uh, 0.35 gram cannabis rolls, mini pre-rolls, and stream specific, up to 45 rotating varieties you're looking at right now. So every month you can look at the website, you can see what new varieties are available. And... 
up to 45 you might have up to this year and it's amazing so real quickly if you want to just take a minute to talk to listeners about how they could follow along with the story story with the flower shop and shorties and uh, what they should be doing to make sure they can get their hands on on the same pre-rolls and try them out especially if you're in arizona and utah yes absolutely i encourage everybody to go to the flower shop um az dot uh, com website uh-huh. Check out Shorties. We also have, again, as you mentioned, um, a separate and distinct website for Shorties, um, shorties.com. And that, again, will display all of the strain offerings that we currently have, upcoming strains, strain drops, collaborations, exclusive exclusive strain deals. Um, You know, again, our job as a uh, a brand and as an operator is to um, continuously provide new products new strains to the market to keep everybody um, intrigued. There's always new strains. There's always new genetics. Um, you know, we've got a, a, you know, a breeding culture lab down in our large cultivation in Arizona, as we do in Utah. <clears throat> so again, the innovation that our um, R&D department and our uh, cultivation team has is allows for that variety. Again, those 45 strains that are rotating throughout the year. I mean, every month, there's about 12 new strains that will hit the market. Um, you can find them at the, sh- the flower shop. You can find them um, all over the state um, in dispensaries. Uh, we are super excited. Ladylike is another brand um, I'm very passionate about here at the flower shop. It's a um, it's a it's a brand solely focused for females. Um, it ratios that women are looking for cannabinoid profiles that women are looking for um, a very concealed. Um, uh, you know, devices so that they could be well hidden and not necessarily be attractive to, you know, your children, to any, anybody looking, you know, as women, we're looking to be a little bit more undercover and ladylike is that brand for you. Right. Um, you know, Can- Cannabis Beverage Co. is another wonderful brand. Um, it's been in Utah for the past two years. We're finally bringing it to Arizona um, and scaling that for wholesale. It's an infused um, seltzer brand. Uh, with, you know, five different flavors in 12 ounce cans um, sold in four packs. Um, And then we'll be moving later this year into mocktails as well. Um, So we are very, very excited for the launch of these brands. And again, we encourage everybody to head to theflowershopusa.com to look for these brand launches, any exclusive deals that we've got going on. Um, Again, we've got waste management and Super Bowl coming to Phoenix. So it will be um, a very busy, you know, Q1 for us here in Arizona. Absolutely. And that's a great thing to have. So uh, you can take advantage of that and see how everything goes with the Super Bowl in terms of that market being so set with a lot of, a lot of potential customers, a lot of chances to go ahead and really get shorties in front of the masses. So again, Greta Brandt, thank you again for being all of this. Really appreciate you taking time out to talk to us again, president of the flower shop TFS brands. And it's again the flower shop USA.com. Thank you again for being on with us. Really appreciate you taking time out. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it.